0: behind the promise don't worry about me i urged it'll be great i love you mom she hugged me tightly for a minute and then i got on the plane and she was gone it's a four-hour flight from phoenix to seattle another hour in a small plane up to port angeles and then an hour drive back down to forks flying doesn't bother me the hour in the car with charlie though i was a little worried about Charlie had really been fairly nice about the whole thing. He seemed genuinely pleased that I was coming to live with him for the first time with any degree of permanence. He'd already gotten me registered for high school and was going to help me get a car. But it was sure to be awkward with Charlie. Neither of us was what anyone would call verbose. And I didn't know what there was to say, regardless. I knew he was more than a little confused by my decision. Like my mother before me, I hadn't made a secret of my distaste for Forks. When I landed in Port Angeles, it was raining. I didn't see it as an omen, just unavoidable. I'd already said my goodbyes to the sun. Charlie was waiting for me with the cruiser. This I was expecting, too. Charlie is police chief swan to the good people of Forks. My primary motivation behind buying a car despite the scarcity of my funds, was that I refused to be driven around town in a car with red and blue lights on top. Nothing slows down traffic like a cop. Charlie gave me an awkward one-armed hug when I stumbled my way off the plane. It's good to see you, Bells, he said, smiling as he automatically caught and steadied me. You haven't changed much. How's Renee? Mom's fine. It's good to see you too, Dad. I wasn't allowed to call him Charlie to his face. I had only a few bags. Most of my Arizona clothes were too permeable for Washington. My mom and I had pooled our resources to supplement my winter wardrobe, but it was still scanty. It all fit easily into the trunk of the cruiser. I found a good car for you really cheap, he announced when we were strapped in. What kind of car? I was suspicious of the way he said, good car for you as opposed to just good car. Well, it's a truck, actually, a Chevy. Where did you find it? Do you remember Billy Black down at La Push? La Push is the tiny Indian reservation on the coast. No. He used to go fishing with us during the summer, Charlie prompted. That would explain why I didn't remember him. I do a good job of blocking painful, unnecessary things from my memory. He's in a wheelchair now, Charlie continued when I didn't respond. So he can't drive anymore, and he offered to sell me his truck cheap. What year is it? I could see from his change of expression that this was the question he was hoping I wouldn't ask. Well, Billy's done a lot of work on the engine. It's only a few years old, really. I hoped he didn't think so little of me as to believe I would give up that easily. When did he buy it? He bought it in 1984, I think. Did he buy it new? Well, no. I think it was new in the early 60s or late 50s at the earliest, he admitted sheepishly. Dad, I don't really know anything about cars. I wouldn't be able to fix it if anything went wrong, and I couldn't afford a mechanic. Really, Bella, the thing runs great. They don't build them like that anymore. The thing, I thought to myself. It had possibilities as a nickname, at the very least. How cheap is cheap? After all, that was the part I couldn't compromise on. Well, honey, I kind of already bought it for you as a homecoming gift. Charlie peeked sideways at me with a hopeful expression. Wow, free. You didn't need to do that, Dad. I was going to buy myself a car. I don't mind. I want you to be happy here. He was looking ahead at the road when he said this. Charlie wasn't comfortable with expressing his emotions out loud. I inherited that from him. So I was looking straight ahead as I responded. It's really nice, Dad. Thanks. I really appreciate it. No need to add that my being happy in Forks is an impossibility. He didn't need to suffer along with me. And I never looked a free truck in the mouth, or engine. Well, now you're welcome, he mumbled, embarrassed by my thanks. We exchanged a few more comments on the weather, which was wet, and that was pretty much it for conversation. We stared out the windows in silence. It was beautiful, of course, I couldn't deny that. Everything was green, the trees, their trunks covered with moss, their branches hanging with a canopy of it, the ground covered with ferns, even the air filtered down greenly through the leaves. it was